There's a beautiful prayer that teaches a, a timeless truth that we should have on our hearts. Opening prayer. Hopefully you have it in your missal so you can see it in Latin. Diriga corda nostra. You know, direct our hearts, guide our hearts. Quasimus Domine, we beseech thee, O Lord. Tue operationes miseriator, by the operation, by the merciful um, work, by your, the work of your mercy. Quia tibi sine te placere non possumus, because it is impossible to please you without you. There's that, there's that phrase that's worth engraving in your hearts. Tibi sine te placere non possumus. To you, without you, to please is not possible. We cannot please the Lord without his grace. We cannot please the Lord without his presence. Because the only thing that is pleasing is God. It's a, it, it, it identifies a, a, a simple, simple, simple truth. One that Christ taught those who were asking him, good teacher, what must I do to get into heaven? And he reminds them, why do you call me good? Remember, the only thing that is good is God. The simple statement has such far-reaching consequences. What we think is being taught us at first is how weak and incapable we are without God's grace. And that's a worthwhile lesson when it's understood in proper context. The most beautiful, the most magnificent, the fastest, the most powerful vehicle in the world with an empty gas tank is just a pretty paperweight. It's useless. For someone who doesn't know what cars are for, it might be gorgeous. But for someone who knows what cars are for, it's an utter disgrace. It's worse than it not existing. To exist like that, but then to, to, to remain deficient is pathetic. But that's not the only lesson that we're being reminded of. Because if anything, that reveals our dignity. It reveals our, the beauty with which God made us. God made us with this potency. God made us with the potential to be completed by his presence. That doesn't reveal a deficiency. That's not a flaw. That reveals our, the, the way God endowed us with an, an incredible dignity. So we need not think, I'm, I'm awful. The good things that I do in and of themselves are, are worthless. That, that even takes it too far. We shouldn't think in those terms. Because if we're in the state of grace, just sleeping gives glory to God. Just cellular respiration happening inside your organism, is, gives, it gives glory to God. When, it, when, it, when a person is, a, is alive with God, is in the presence of God, everything you do 
is magnificent. Because what's magnificent is the being of God, the existing of God through you. Not just the act of God having created you so that you exist, but you're opening yourself to to your creator, that he lives in you as well. Then every heartbeat, every breath, is something beautiful. To me, the, the, the deeper lesson is that only God is pleasing. Only God is beautiful. We get carried away with creatures or with creations, and we get caught up in their beauty, and we forget that this is just a reflection of the one who made them. It's impossible to take delight in the beauty or the goodness of something and, and not recognize that, th- that this came from someone. It, it's a manifestation of the goodness of the Creator. The only thing that is good is God. The only things that are good come from God. Goodness is God. Now, that'll remind us, or be an examination of conscience, what are the things in which I take delight? Chocolate cake is good. Beautiful sunset is good. Now, God made things good so that they could be recognized as good, even when someone isn't aware of the Creator. We have a taste for goodness. In the Old Testament, it's almost a dare. Taste and see the goodness of the Lord. It's unfortunate. It's been turned into a, uh, a song that makes us cringe. But the, the, the story, the lesson, is, is profound. You were made with the ability to recognize goodness just by tasting it, just by seeing it, by experiencing it. It makes the song that much more pathetic because it really is a profound insight. It's not cute and it's not nice and sweet. It's fascinating that God says, you know what, I'm going to hide myself a little bit. You're going to be able to find me. You will be able to recognize me. So I enjoy the chocolate cake. I enjoy the sunset. And it's even more pleasing when I recognize that this is a taste of heaven, that this is an image of the glory of eternity. It's even that much more pleasing. This is primarily the drama that's underway as soon as our Lord starts to work miracles, especially the healing of the paralytic. And those who will eventually press for his execution refuse to recognize that what he is doing is good. They refuse to recognize the obvious goodness of 
giving the, the power to walk to someone who's been paralyzed. They refuse to acknowledge that is a good thing. It's like I refuse to accept the goodness of that chocolate cake because it's not my mother's chocolate cake. Or it's not chocolate cake the way I like it. I refuse to admit that it actually tastes good. Who does that? That's what our Lord is up against here. They refuse to recognize the goodness of love. They refuse to acknowledge and honor the obvious goodness that's right in front of them. And what he will eventually point out to them is, this doesn't mean that your wires are crisscrossed. It means that you're taking delight in only your selfish advantage, only in your gain. You actually aren't open to God. You claim to belong to God. You claim to be praying to God, but you aren't actually. You can't even recognize what's good. And that, that's ultimately the, the definition of evil. To call bad what is good and to call good what is bad. It, it sounds simple and eventually someone will make a stupid song out of it and make it sing-songy, but think about it. To refuse to honor, to refuse to worship and glorify God in that which reveals his presence is the exact opposite of religion. By the same token, to call something good and to honor it and, and, to, and to pretend that it has dignity when it actually detracts from God, when it is opposed to God. Is, is just pure wickedness. Wickedness. In some small ways, it, it probably is worth an inventory, right? What are, what are the what are the movies we like? What are the songs we like? What are the places we like to go? What are the jokes that make us laugh? What are the ideas that? entertain us and, and give us delight. It, it's good to root through it, examine it, and, and consider, is this really giving honor and glory to what deserves honor and glory? And we, it's like peeling an onion. We, we pull off one layer after another layer. You know, when we make your first confession, there's a layer that pulls off and when you begin your vocation, there's another layer that pulls off and lots of little layers in between. That's why at the Holy Mass, it is just simply good to be here. Because this is goodness itself. This is not just Remembering what God did, this is being present as God is doing it. The love of Father for the Son, the love of Son for the Father, the love which is the Holy Spirit. We are drawn up into this, into this ever new but unchanging reality of God.
And it's just right here. It's understandable then that when, especially when the, when the church is beautiful and when um, everything else is perfect, uh, we just simply, we're mesmerized and we're, we're almost paralyzed. So it takes a little bit of effort to remember that God doesn't just want me to watch what's beautiful. He wants, to be, he wants me to be part of what is beautiful. Tibe sine te placere non possumus. Without him, we cannot please him. With his presence, then, our being and our acting is caught up in being drawn in, into this life of the Holy Trinity, the love of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We're not on the outside looking in. We're drawn into it incarnationally. Our, not just, our, not just the, the noise that we make and not just the, the thoughts and the prayers of our soul, but even, even our body is drawn into this. All of creation is wrapped up in the most beautiful reality we will ever see with unresurrected eyes. So the next time you are reminded that without God you can do no good, be of good cheer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.